Blah and welcome back to another episode of the True Blue Sport podcast. Now, this is episode 100 and 103, 104. Got to double check that. 104, episode 104. Super coach episode, obviously, once again. Um, Origin is tonight. We are filming this at 4 p.m. currently on the Wednesday. So, not too much Origin chat, but. Um, you know, it's the blues are in the hot in the bin anyway, so not much to talk about. Once again, with me, mate Eddie over Zoom. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Good. Yeah, I was just about to say, really, really, this is the least excited I've been for an Origin game. Yeah, in a long time. I'm sort of. It just doesn't feel like see. it's Origin. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, feel yeah. Origin, I'm keen to see certain players. Yeah, but like as far as the whole Origin concept goes, I'm just not. As in that, it just, I woke up today. Usually I'm waking up on Origin days and it's like, let's go. Yeah, I know. Today it's like, oh, fuck, Origin's today. Well, if you listen to our last episode, everyone would know that I was heaps keen for it and Moses was going to do a masterclass, but that never happened. So, mm. bit of a different mood this he one. He probably was our best on the night, though. Yeah, he was pretty good. Definitely in the first half. He at least tried to do something, but everyone else was just a bit flat and Queensland yeah. is too good, I think. Just anyway, it, we're getting the yeah. super coach. Yeah. Last week, I got a 1,062. I'm wow. pretty happy with that, considering I only had 12 players too. Um, yeah, that's big. I had Tomoko, who definitely um, helped me a lot. He got 122. I had Hines. Well, I looped him, but that's a free loop anyway, so 218. Yeah. Uh, Ford, Clockstad. Everyone just went pretty good. Brought in the Cora last week. Brought in Munro as well, who got 91. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy yep. with that. Um, beat me. Won me head-to-head, so that's always good. How'd you go, mate? Not as good. Not terrible. I had 12, but I had blokes like um, Ronaldo and a few other centers who just didn't really crack into it. But I did get Munro in. Um, did Captain Hines. Got 948. So, look, you know... I haven't attacked a, a buy round this year with 13. I have I never had I a full the first 13. One. And I, yeah, I always just end up with the pack. So, again, I'm pretty happy. I'm into 7,400 now, rank-wise. Nice. So, green arrows are still flooding in, but just waiting for that massive week where I can crack into that top 5K and then hopefully move into the top top 2,500. Nice. Yeah, I went up three, four thousand, so I'm now ten thousand. Hopefully I'll be happy if I get to ten thousand end of the year. Yep. Yep. All right. Um you want to hit us with some true blue cup and then I'll hit us with some news. Yes, true blue cup. Right. I haven't checked this actually in a while. So it might have been some movement. No, nah, Humonger's still at the top in first. Of course. One thousand two hundred and thirty if he's ranked. Wild Turkey's up in second, one thousand eight hundred. Mont Zebra is in 2,300 in third. Olaf Chad still there in four, 3,400. And Big Boys Isaac, 3,800. You're in seventh. I'm in eighth. Sleepy in ninth. We can't even crack our own top five, but you know, still a few tough, more weeks. Tough. 3, still a lot of big ass, but. Still, uh, still a lot of time, but yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's tough. Um, let's get in some news anyway. Yeah. So I'm a bit. A bit out of it today. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've just had a proper lay down day. Uh, I've got a day off work, so it's been a proper lay down. But um, some non supercoach related news, just quickly to keep on there. The NRL general aspects. Um, obviously, Grub is retiring after 12 years. Um, had his last press conference today, I believe, and all the Bulldogs boys were there, and 
few tears were shed, but look, love him or hate him, 12 years, 170-odd games or something like that. It is a sad day for rugby league to see a, an origin thoroughbred retire. Yeah. One of the great players to watch, you know, just always one of the great something grubby or, you know, something interesting, exciting that's going to happen whenever he plays. So, yeah, yeah, he's a good player. Um, Wade Egan re-signs until the end of 2025. There has been a few other re-signings, but this one I feel like is probably the most meaningful to a team. Um until the end of 2025, absolute gun. Um, Hooker with that scoring upside. So, ink and a new contract. Uh, could uh, Obviously, this is back to Supercoach, but could be worth a look at the start of next year. Price depending. We saw how we started this year. Um, and just lastly, Justin Holbrook has been linked to the Tigers. Um, obviously, a club in, in disarray as well as the Dragons, but it's super weird. You know, Holbrook losing his job with the, the Titans. Um, and now Sheens and Benji just aren't doing a fantastic job of coaching this Tigers outfit. And there was supposed to be a long-term plan with Benji solo coaching this or next year or year after. Uh, but now Holbrook's been linked and could bring a whole different vibe to the club if he gets that, obviously, coaching spot. But um, apparently the the Tigers board's quite keen. Anyway, we'll get on to some super coach news quickly. Just rolling through team lists um, and picking out the super coach relevant uh, pieces. So Dan Gagai returns for the Knights. Uh, for the few who still hold him after he injured his foot, I believe. Um, obviously, massive pod play, but he has been providing good numbers pretty much the whole season. So if you've held on, um, KP in form, you know it, it's it's a hold for me. Uh, Simpkin returns to the bench for the Tigers with Appy coming back now. Simpkin, I think it was two weeks ago, really spiked. And he's actually owned by just under 10% of teams. So he, ever since people bought him in, he's just gone pretty much sub 35 each week. Um, and now Appy comes back, so he moves back to the bench. So that's a bit of a shame. He's just now a bit yeah. of a Sonny Luke as well. Um, Adokar named for the dogs to back up. Uh, but Blake Wilson with one of the all-time buy-around performances with a hat trick in a time of need. Keeps his spot, so you'd think he'll line up on the right if Adokar is good. So we'll see how he goes there. But it's actually pushed Karaz to center. So who knows with this, Blakey Wilson could end up being a bloke who sees out the end of the season. And if he can't keep up those good scores, he's not going to be you know, someone you want to be holding on to because he will lose that cash. But if he does get that um, that low break, have a few more high scores, he will go up. And then he's a flip, but... For me, I've picked up Tyron Mummer last week, so I won't be going there. Uh, Payne Haas is probably a sell with a buy still coming and looking at a couple of weeks potentially um, and just with some strong front, uh, front row forward options for the run home. He's probably a sell, uh, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Val name to back up. Jeez, he's going good. Again, don't want to get into that just mm. yet. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Billy Smith and Suwali'i both back for the Roosters. Now, Suwali'i is an interesting one, Jimmy. Have you had a look at all or no? No. No. Um, so he's coming back onto the wing as opposed to his center spot. He's coming back onto the wing for the Roosters, who are a side who really, really need to do well, obviously coming into the back half of the season. Um, not the back half, sorry, the back quarter, I should say. He should kick goals. And he's back on that comfortable wing spot. 
Um, just give me one sec. He's only priced at 394k and owned by 6%. In the run home for the Roosters, they've got the Titans, they've got Manly, they've got the Dolphins, they've got the Eels, they've got the Tigers. So this week against the Storm could be a, a telling story, whether he kicks goals and is looking hot, he could be a good pickup. Yeah, I didn't even think about him, but that sounds sounds like he's got a good run and obviously his price is good too, but yeah, it's just... Yeah. Know, he, well, he hasn't. He hasn't been performing in the Supercoach. Yeah, it's hard to get him when you when you haven't seen the results. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Teddy's also named back up for the Roosters as he always does. Also, shout out to James Tedesco. Have you seen that he's breaking the record tonight for most consecutive Blues games? Yeah, and I saw that, and the first thing I thought was, I wonder if Freddie and I guess I know New South Wales staff whatever knew that, and that's the reason they yeah you know, maybe kept him there because it would have been a big uproar if you know they didn't let him. I guess, yeah, do that, but yeah, no, nah, good. Well, it was going to be a big uproar either way, but Freddie's kind of coaching himself into a bit of a hole, um, unfortunately. But Grant, Harry Grant, uh, Xavier Coates, and Munster are all named to back up for the storm. Um, SJ named despite a pending childbirth, funnily enough. Um, I saw people using it as a source. I'm not sure if you saw this. Sean Johnson's wife, everyone was a bit concerned whether he would play because of the baby. Yeah. And the wife posted up, um, just hold on until daddy gets back from playing yeah. this week or something like that. Mm. So people were posting that in different group chats. Yeah, I saw that. Confirming that he's going to be running I wish, out. I wish he had the baby earlier because we got flogged and it was all because of SJ. Yeah, well. But, yeah, but can't do much. Can't do much, mate. Can't do much. The mighty eels. Mm. Um, for the Dolphins, Valence Tavare named among the reserves. Probably time to cash in. Um, I think he's up around 400K at the moment now, dropping out of the side. The last thing you want is him to be caught onto the bench and crack a low score and lose some of that cash. So if you're a little bit worried, I know 400K is a bit of an awkward one, but there is enough cheapies in that center wing spot where you can just cash in your 200K that you've made and try and make another 200. Um, Cleary named it at 24, but Ruben not to play. Uh, the Blues contingent should back up for the Panthers. That obviously includes, you know, your Toos, your Yos, um, Critters. So they're all they're all named to back up. And Eels and Titans representatives are all named as well. So pretty much everyone's named yeah. um, to back up from Origin. But, yeah, obviously just keep an eye on it. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, no, I think you've covered it in the area. Yep. Sweet. Um, buy, hold, sells. Yes, yes, yes. What do you got for me? It's quite tough this week. Um, look, you want to go first? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, sure, sure. I think there's a lot of good buys this week. Um, I really do. It is team dependent. You've got blokes that are mm. popping up. You're like even even your KPs, um, your vowels, which is a bloke I want to discuss a bit later. But for feeder for me, I think you need the bloke for the run home. Um, yeah, I've got him. I'm just trying to think of a player I don't have that. Probably Val, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Val's a, Val's a real good one. Um, but yeah, for feeder, obviously after Origin 1, he didn't play many minutes and, and, and backed up poorly. But after Origin 2, he came in and went absolutely huge. I just mm. feel like he's probably the guy that's going to cause the most fear if you don't have him on the run home. Well, you look at his score. He's got, got he's got what one, two, three, four, five, six hundreds out of seven. 
Yeah. Like, that was ridiculous. Just, yeah, you need yeah. to have him. I'm glad I kept him during that origin period because I just knew that I want him back. So I'm like, mm-hmm. he's been the most kiss- consistent playing team all year. So I just couldn't fathom selling him. I just had other issues. But yeah, get yeah. him in. I agree. If you yeah, don't. absolutely get him in. Um, He could go huge this week against Para, unfortunately, for Jet. But yeah, um, yeah, you need him in for the run home. So I would be saying him. Yeah, I'd probably just say Valet. Yeah, he's, he's the, the price tag is crazy, but yeah, I think he's name. only owned by about twenty five percent of teams at the moment. Um, he's about eight fifty, but mate, he is absolutely humming. I sold him just before Origin one. I haven't had him over the whole Origin period, and I really want him back, but I just don't know if I can do it. He's a great yeah. buy. He's a great buy, Val, especially uh, as well as Drinky. But Drinky's just about to crack a mill, so yeah, no, he's just too much. Yeah. Um, holds Jimmy, have you got one? Uh, well, looking at the sales list, Tarpany well, there's like 500 people that have sold it, sold him. Um, it's one week, obviously, he's not playing, he's got to buy, so yeah. I just don't see what people are doing. They got what 90 something last week, didn't he? So, yeah, with like, try, just don't sell Tarpany. Yeah, seems like he's really sure. warmed into the spot. Um, mm. same with Horsburgh, a lot of people selling Horsburgh. Uh, I get it, like, uh, Fussel Malawi, like, yeah, he's a great buy, mm. but. Surely, if you've already got Tarpany, you'd yeah, exactly. want to spend that. You'd want to spend that extra. If you're spending eight fifty on a bloke, surely it's Val. Yeah, I can't. Like, yeah, it's it's a it's a front rower. Like, I can't day, justify he, the eight fifty k. He does over. get, you know, that he does have attacking upside, but you can get even more attacking upside in Val. And like, yeah, you got yeah. Tarpany there who does can get you a ninety, whereas I don't know, six hundred k a winger mightn't get you. 90 all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that he is definitely a hold Tarpany. The Horsburghs, they're all holds. But my hold, mate, I've seen about, I think it's like 1% of, or something is selling. Ronaldo Molotala. Mate, he's more of a buy than he is a sell. Like, I know he got 19 last, last week. week. Yeah. Oh, I know he got 19 last week, but bro, they've got no buys left. Mm. He's on the, probably the most potent left edge in the comp at the moment like seriously humming with talakai inside there's some of the silkiest hands of any center despite the frame like i think it's crazy if you sell this bloke like he's he's in my team and he will not be leaving for the rest of the season he should play every minute till the rest of the season yeah yeah um yeah i'm not sure people selling either but you know yeah crazy crazy to me um, have you got a sell for me? Sell, uh, probably. It's tough because I have Corker and I think he's a sell. I just don't know how I'm going to do it. Like, because he, like I said before, if he plays, if you're trying to make a grand final head to head, he won't play. Um, he doesn't yeah. play this week. Like, that's too pretty, I guess, pretty vital if you have Sonny Luke on the bench this week. You don't really want his score. Yeah. So, it's a bit tough to copy score this week, and then obviously if you do make the final, he won't be there. But yeah, I'm just not sure who to sell to because um, I think they're all pretty average at the moment. The hookers they've been all year, um, but probably probably Taruva if you're upgrading to someone like Holmes. I think he's been solid, but if you can upgrade, yeah. he's got two forties in the last week, two weeks. But clearly he's coming back, so that could be a positive. But yeah, yeah. I think if you have plans. For someone, if you have some sort of plan where you can get, you know, another hooker, 
Um, instead of Cork, then yeah, sure. But uh, yeah, I can't really think of too many other players at the moment that I'd get rid of. Yeah, no, hooker is a spot that I definitely want to get into. Yeah. Um, in a little bit, but my sell uh, is probably Dream Buller. Bloke yeah. I sold last week, week before, maybe week before. Um, mate, hat goes off to him. Like one of the greatest cash cows. Like from where he came in, how he was expected to go, and what he's done in this Tigers uniform in a super coach perspective. It's like just one of the greatest mid season cash cows of all time. And no, now I never got so on him, much... so it hurts a bit. Really? No, he was the only one I never really the big the big one I didn't get on. Yeah, wow, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I got on relatively early. I think I got on just before round 13 or something like that. Yeah, I was really close uh, one week, but then there was someone else I got instead. Can't remember who it was, but um, yeah, like I do regret yeah, it, but yeah. also also don't because, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I know sold do like him. pretty much when he was at his peak, and now he's, um, I think, yeah, I think I sold when he was like 710 or something like that, but now he's all the way down to 550 with a break even at 128. Yeah, get off him. He goes, he, he does go Knights, Dragons, and then, you know, Rabbits, Raiders, Warriors, whatever. The run home isn't awful, but just what you could do with that cash, I think, is pretty big. You know, you drop him, slide a Julie down to center wing, and then, you know, you could bring in a Val, could even, if you have Manu at 5-8, drop Manu down, you know, you can you can bring in Ponga. I just think... With the Julies, it's such a such a valuable spot, and the fact that he's now lost 100k last week, um, with that break even at 128, I think it's time to get off. Yeah, I never think we should have got off a week or two ago, but um, everyone is everyone is hitting the sell button at the moment, which I understand and appreciate. Yeah, I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he's ever been labelled as a gun. Like he's always been that, you know, is he a gun? Is he not? Like he's always been questioned as it. Well, he presented himself as a a season long keeper there for a few weeks. Yeah, but he did have that low score here and there, which you know posed the question. But yeah, I think yeah, like players like your, you know, your Guthos, your drink waters, you feel safer with them for the rest of the year. Absolutely, just be more upside. If you can get them in, move someone, even a Garrick down as um fullback if you or Ponga, just to get short term play. No. Someone down there and Ponga's probably the play, actually. Now I think about it. If you don't have a stack of extra cash, Ponga is probably the play from from Buller. Yeah. 759k, so he's a little bit more, but you could probably do it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um all right. So yeah, you we'll get into some topics now. You mentioned you want to sell Cook. So is Grant not your black and white option now? Oh, I think. Star of the year, hundred percent. I'd say I want him till the end of the year, but oh, his scores just haven't been that impressive to me. Like he got seventy three last week of a try. Um, you know, yeah. he's an attack. He does have that attacking upside, but he just hasn't really this year. Like he's only got an attacking, you know, try try assist in one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven out of eighteen games this year. So he just doesn't. Obviously, it's the storm attack. Probably not as good as it has been in the last few years. Um, you know, obviously Papineau out, but. I just can't, I just can't see wasting a trade on someone who is similar, like the same sort of player. Like I don't want to get rid of Cook, but I need someone instead of Sonny Luke. So I think eventually I'm going to keep Cook and then just have a backup hooker who is like 400k who just gets you fifties, like not that massive gun. They say like obviously 
you know, your Marnies, Robsons, you guess you could say they're the gun hookers, but, you know, they're not really that, like, they don't really get that good points, to be honest. So, yeah, I think I don't want to, sp- I don't really want to spend that much on hooker when I know they all are just relatively the same. Um, no one really stands out. So I think at the end, I think I'm just going to stick with Cook and probably upgrade Sonny to yeah someone who is a ch- bit cheaper but gets fifties to cover when Cook's out. Yeah, the the one thing I will oh. just say on Harry Grant though is same thing happened last year. His output died over the Origin period, but then as soon as it hits round, you know we'll we'll start from 19. He goes. 62, 57, 97, 73, 113, 54, 93. Mm. So that run home for me, I just, I feel like obviously I'm going to be a lot more confident um, having him at that hooker spot. You know, they've got the Chooks this week, again, being pretty poor through the middle. And then they go Knights and they go Eels. They're very upside games. Obviously rolls then into Penrith, but then finishes on Raiders, Dragons, Titans. Like the run home is juicy. He loves to pick up post origin. I think for that straight swap in cash, I think it's honestly a trade that I'm really looking at. I've got Cookie and Sonny Luke. Obviously, Cookie on the buy this week. Don't want to take Sonny Luke's score. I was always going to go Harry Grant um, after the origin period, and I think he still is a much better looking bloke to have at the at the nine spot, um, accompanying Sonny Luke, but. Yeah, just that run home pedigree that he does have. I, I think I'll be bringing him in. Yeah, I agree. He's on still the, the option. The fact he's still on the option. For me. He's like you feel the most confident in the team because he is probably the best hooker in the game. And I think, you know, he definitely does have that massive score that you know you expect. But yeah, I just think he's just been a bit inconsistent this year, and just he hasn't really like doesn't seem like the earn. He doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't really seem like he is the man you need to spend money on it's just like i'd just keep who i've got cook and now that i think about it i think i might just keep cook until he's you know maybe injured or until that last if i make the grand final then i might trade him to harry grant or someone like that because i'm happy with cook at yeah. the moment it's just whether or not you know i have to play sunny luke which i don't want to so if there's a week where i have to play sunny luke i might have to then do a trade but for now i think i might just cop it this week yeah yeah because yeah, I'm on yeah, eight okay. trades at the moment, and I don't. I sort of want to save them until like the vital, vital moments. Eight trades, pre-trades, pre-trades. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. I get that. I get that. I think for me, I probably will go that that Grant trade. I just got a little bit more faith in him. Um, yeah. And look, if people don't want to do it, then that's sweet because I'll lap up those those run home pod points for Grant. But mm. anyway, um. Just quickly, you're going to go to Nathan Cleary next week. Chances are he's not going to play this week, but people are already jumping on. Um, are you thinking he's a bring in next week? Well, I've got Hines and Moses, and I'm pretty happy with how Moses has been going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I think I said a couple of weeks ago, I'm, I think I'm just going to hold Moses until, you know, there's a week where, you know, Moses has a shocker, Cleary goes heaps good, and then. Maybe give him one more week, and then if it happens again, then he's then I'll do a switch from Moses to Cleary. But I don't, yeah. Once again, I don't want to do a trade unless I have to, because like it's sort of similar to Cook and Grant. Like I feel like they're both doing the same sort of thing. Moses at the moment is doing Cleary sort of things, um, but obviously he's not as likely to do it all the time. But yeah, when that does happen, then I might do it. But for now, I'm just probably just going to keep Moses and Hines. Yeah, 
Yeah, totally agree. Um, yeah, my thing is they've presented – obviously, Hines would be the sell, Moses would be the sell, and he just hasn't presented himself as a sell. Mm. You know, Cleary wasn't producing those numbers this year where it was you have to have him in your side. Yeah. Honestly, Moses has probably been producing those numbers a little bit more. So I will be holding through unless Cleary, you know, does somehow come out and play this week and absolutely kills it and you need to get him in. But, yeah, I Hines and Moses for me – Obviously, very both upside dependent players, but they've been getting the points. So I don't really see why you'd you'd change it. Well, they're straight the exact, away anyway. Yeah, they're exact same price. Clear's got a break even one hundred and thirty, so you can definitely wait on that. Yeah. You you know he can yeah. get that score, but first game back, Moses at a seventy five break even, so he he will probably stay about that. So yeah, next week Clear will probably be cheaper than Moses. That gives you one week at least, and then yeah. The week after, you could even wait to see how they both go again. And if, yeah, if Moses has two shockers, clearly goes off twice, and I'll probably do it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. Now, just a little cheeky pod yep. um, that has been sneaking around a little bit. Some people are jumping on. He's only around 4% at the moment. Now, I, I can't really claim full thought for this because I did kind of get convinced – by another super coach general, you know, super coach veteran, um, who remain nameless, but Nelson Asop Solomon looks like a bloody good boy. His name always pops up some point yeah, in the season. But the difference is now he's been named on the edge. Yeah, and I'm looking Producing at his, at his numbers the on the edge. Seventy six. Break even of seven. Mm. Only owned by four percent. And he's coming onto the edge, running at Nath, uh, Nathan Cleary. Um, oh, bro, I'm, I'm blanking. Luke Keary, geez. Luke Keary and Billy Smith edge. Absolutely damaging score to try against the Panthers two weeks ago. He's playing increased minutes at the back row spot, coming off the back of 76 and 72. In those games, you got 90 and 82. Mate, he looks like a fantastic buy. Even if it's a short-term play, you keep him for chooks, knights, eels, and flip because he could definitely make some cash with that break-even of seven if you can nab a few tries in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, like I said, his name always seems to pop up here and there because he has one, two good games. But looking at his, yeah, he's definitely got the minutes there. He got 76, 72 minutes um, with 90, 82, both of tries, but. Um, yeah, but he. But you know that's early. what he does on the edge. That's yeah, exactly. what he does on. The edge. And yeah, if he's why is he playing on edge? But what's the reasoning? Uh well, Elise Katoa is out, but it's indefinite at the moment. That he, he had a mad problem with his eye, um, yeah. so he could be out for a little while. And he's just Nelson has proved to be a very very damaging line runner at the line, as we know from when he plays in the middle of the field. But they've stuck him on an edge, and I think the main worry would have been the minutes. But he's proven that he can step up and play the big minutes. Yeah. So look, um, I don't see him rushing Elise Katoa back for that spot. Yeah, I guess it all depends on the tra- amount of trades got. Because I think for me, like this week, I've got to play Stefano. Um, so he would definitely be. Jeez, you still got Stefano yeah. putting them up. He'd be definitely handy to have, but I'd have to sell. I could sell Taruva, move Howarth down, move Tarpany down, and bring in him because I was thinking about getting another front row in this week. But then, yeah. like that's the thing. Like I think. Will I keep him to the end of the year? If not, that's another trade. That's two trades for Nelson. Like, um, I mean, look, I don't see why he couldn't keep him. In the well, year. he can. That's, if he keeps going the way he's, he's a good yeah. third option. He's a good third option. 
Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, if he's going the way he is, hundred percent, he's a good third option. Um, Play on matchups. Yeah, I think I'm, I haven't. I never thought of that, but yeah, I definitely could do that this week because. Yeah, yeah I don't want to play Stefano nice and Sonny Luke in the same week. Super potty. But that means next week I'll have to get a center because I'm quite low on centers after that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, look, just keep an eye on Nas. I think he could be a great pickup this week. Um, but if you are if you are tempted to go him, I would say go this week for this Luke yeah. Curry matchup against the Chooks. Now, another bloke I wanted to bring up, he is owned by 28%. Definitely not a pod anymore. KP, price at seven sixty, Coming up against the Tigers this week, then goes Storm, Raiders, Dolphins, Bulldogs, Rabbits, Sharks, Dragons. So a few tough games with a few very nice games in some great form and scoring really well. Would you pay up the seven fifty, Jet? Well, I've got KP. Um, yeah, so but if you didn't. If I didn't. A.K.A. me. Um, Who's your fullbacks in your 5'8"? Tell me that. And your halves. I've got a good 5'8 lineup. I'm holding on to Cody Walker at the moment. Um, whether I whether I sell, I don't really know because I know he doesn't play that last round, but that could be a bit of a late season sell because I wouldn't mind having him for that post-origin period. I've also got Munster in at 5'8". And then I've got Will Kennedy and Teddy at fullback. So that's not too strong, but... So who are you, who are you gonna who would you sell? Don't really know. I, I like Teddy is probably the most viable sell just because he is, you know, just under seven hundred, I believe. Let me check this. Yeah, he's at six seventy. Um, and who really knows with the chooks on the way home? But yeah, yeah. look, he is probably the bloke I would sell, and then run Ponga and Kennedy, but. For some um, reason, I still just don't have a lot of confidence. And when he's at 28%, like, doesn't overly interest me. Yeah. Well, I'll, I only brought him in because I needed a 5-8 one week. I wasn't heaps keen on it, but I'm glad I did. Um, yeah. Yeah, 760K. I think I think if you need that fullback, like we are talking about before, um. You know, your Gutho, your drink water, your Ponga over Buller, yeah. But if you've got see even it's a hard one. Kennedy and Teddy, like they're like that's a tough spot to be in, I think. Um Yeah, it is. It is really I'm, I'm, which I'm, one you want to keep. They're both sort I'm of pretty stoked with the other the rest of the team, which is good. Like I'm in a pretty good spot in my center wingers. I've got great back rowers, I've got a bit of depth in the front row. Well, um, that's the good. I'd yeah, probably I'd probably buy him if that's the case because yeah he does have tigers this week, um who, you know aren't going very well um, and you don't really want to keep um, you know Teddy or Kennedy both long term, so I think yeah. now is the time to sort of get that one at least one good fullback in that you want to keep in the year and he does have that down game but looking at his scores like he does get over 60 most weeks and he has that massive score in him. So um, yeah, I think I want to, I do want to go Luttrell though, but yeah, I don't know. You won't yeah, play that grand. Pong is a go. If you don't have at least one gun, gun, gun fullback, that you're going to keep him to the year. I just don't know if he's a gun, 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 long-term fullback. That's well, my thing. I know he's playing good footy, but that's like, there's not really a standout gun this year. And like I said, I think over, I'd have him over both Teddy and Kennedy. So yeah, I probably would if he was in your position. 
Yeah. Because I would yeah, want fair. either of them to the end of the year, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, we'll move on. Kind of talked about that. Obviously, there's a lot of cheapy centers popping up at the moment. We won't get into it too much because we don't have a lot of time left on the Zoom, but just be careful because um, you probably do want enough out. So you don't want to be stocked up with blokes like Munro, uh, Wilson and all that just piling up on your bench because if they keep that spot and they don't score well, you will lose the cash, um, especially someone like Blake Wilson who's presented himself as potentially kicking Kraz off that wing spot. So just be careful with that. But, um, yeah, you can always nuff out as long as you don't have enough in your team already or you don't want to be rocking with three nuffs at the moment with the the depth that's necessary. Um, we'll get into some plans. Jimmy, what do you got for me? Uh, I was probably going to save a trade this week, but I wasn't too, I'm not too happy with playing Sonny, Luke, and Stefano. So, yeah, yeah I'm probably going to, might go that Nelson move, to be honest, because I don't have yeah. too much cash. And the only player I really want to sell at the moment is probably um, Taruva. I'm yep. pretty happy with everyone else, and that's probably the only player I can get the most cash out of. So, yeah, I probably might do – I'll sell Taruva for a front rower, probably Nelson after, yeah, what we spoke about. Yep. Seven yeah. Seven trades yeah. left um, after that. So, yeah, not don't want to do too much else. Yeah, I uh, I thought I had 11, but I've actually got 10 trades, so that's not great. How many Good awareness. rounds we got left? Before finals, at least. What? Before finals three, is it? Four? Four? I think it's four. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think I want to go, at the moment, I've gone Cook to Grant and I've gone Preston to Net, like Nas, yeah. via nice. Jules, because I also um, need players. I would be running a AE in the front row because I have Tarpany and Horsburgh. So if I trade Preston out, move Horsburgh down to back row um, and then play Nas starting with Tohu this week, I've got no nuffs um, that would be due. So that looks like it could be a good trade. Whether I do the Grant to Cook one, I'm not overly sure, but that does take me to eight trades if I do two with 80K in the bank. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, captain options this week. Look, I'm probably just going to be Throwing the C on Hines. Um, I'd love to run the gauntlet and go um, for feeder against the Eels, but it is the last round of the game, so it just made uh, the last game of the round. Well, yeah, honestly, I'd, I wouldn't be too worried about doing that. If you want to vice Hines in that, in that case, yeah, it's not a bad option at all because, you know, Hines is obviously, every week I've sort of just vice Hines because he does get that big score, but, you know, if he doesn't, then you get ahead of the pack because everyone's captaining him. But obviously you lose some yeah. points. But if you're, if you're willing to risk a few points, it's a good play. Uh, yeah, for me, just Hines or, yeah, for feeder, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The safe options, obviously, the sound Pong Hines. Up, but... Pong is a sneaky vice. Yeah, no, it's a good one too. It's a good one too. Um, there's a, yeah, it's a tough one this week because the, the Warriors are one of the great, like, good defensive sides in the competition. So um, at home, I believe, too, are they, are they in, are they in uh, New who? Zealand? Yeah, yeah, they're right. in, they're in, they're in Auckland. So Auckland, yeah. It makes it tough. Hines has got to go over there against this, you know, solid defensive side. And well, they're only paying ten cents less, dollar eighty, yeah, compared to dollar ninety. The yep. Warriors. So, so look, that that feeder one could be looking tempting. I will say that. I will say that. But um, yeah, that's about it. You want to wrap us up? 
Yes, that is episode 104, the super coach. Um, sorry, we missed last week. It was a big man's B day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, apologies. We'll be back every other week. Super coach, just like usual again. Um, yep. Origin tonight, so we're, sorry we didn't speak much about it, but yeah, it's tonight, so no one's going to really listen for that. But yeah, for the boys, don't get the sweep. And yep. yeah, I guess we'll see you next week. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thank Speak you. Up. Go the Blues. Go the Blues.